You're listening to Radio Bold Extras. Fun features and conversations from your favorite personalities on 98.3 WSUL, 95.9 BOSFM, and Thunder 102 and 104.5. Not that often that you get to talk to somebody who you may have heard or seen for many years and uh, wondered if you could actually spend some time in conversation with them. Well, for me anyway. That's just what was able to happen in August of 2020 when got the chance to talk to Bruce Morrow, radio legend otherwise known to everybody as Cousin Brucey, as he marked and still continues a 60-year-plus career in this thing called radio. Here's what it sounded like. VOSFM, the Catskills Greatest Hits, Freddie Cannon's Palisades Park. Now, 828 on this, making the most of it, Monday, August 17th. I couldn't wait till 830, so therefore, without further ado, it gives me great honor, privilege, I'm humbled to introduce... Yes, the one and only Cousin Brucey on our... Phone on our airwaves at 95.9 VOSFM. Good morning, Bruce. Good morning to you, guys. Well, what are you doing up so early? My gosh, what time do you start? They put me here, and uh, here I am. 6 o'clock is the morning time show, 6 to 10, and uh, I'm having fun with it. The worst thing is getting up so gosh darn early, you know? <laughs> you know 6 o'clock is all right, but people don't realize how early you have to get, get yourself ready, prepared for the show. So Even up, maybe take a shower once in a while. Once in a while. Uh, four o'clock is usually my wake-up time, and I'm only four miles away. But uh, uh-huh. be that as it may, what a long, illustrious career. 60 years. I mean, how did that happen? Well, it started with your with your station. Now, very early in my career, it's funny, when, when, you, uh, when you, you people called me uh, and I saw the call letters and the numbers, right away it brought back a lot of memories because very early in my career, I remember... Your station was in a, tell me if I'm wrong, a storefront. We did that from, I guess, Broadway in Monticello. There was, and, a, uh, yes, our sister station, 98.3 WSUL, 250 Broadway, was, was there. And I do remember right. you, you uh, talking about us, at least on one occasion, on one of our annual uh, heartathons on that station. Um, th- then at some point, you know, stations come together, and VOSFM came together with SUL. So we're one big happy family under Bold Gold Media. And before I forget, I have to give a, a thank you to uh, Bold Gold's Bob Vander Hayden for putting us together as of uh, last year when uh, the 50th anniversary of the Woodstock Music and Art Fair happened. You were nice enough to give us your 1969 Woodstock memory. I know. So we, we have quite a bit of uh, tradition history going between us. I'm very, very pleased to be with you. And Bob Vander Hayden, by the way, is a good friend of mine and, of course, yours too. So... What do you think of what's happening to me? Is that is that kind of wild? <laughs> when I spoke to you about this, you said, "Oh no, I'm not retiring after doing no. this this most latest thing, this most latest gig." Uh, too young. Uh, we still have a lot of energy. I mean, you. I guess I exempt not exemplify you are a role model for myself and many others in broadcasting. So, thank so you. thank you for nice. all you've done, the, the longevity, and uh, even in the uh, first book that you did. And I think there's three of them to your credit. There's a there's a picture of you getting bitten by the bug, by the broadcast bug at the All City Radio Workshop, and that's what it is. If people are not familiar with radio, but the radio bug is something that if you get bit, you're you're infected in a good way. You're, and in, there, you're in there for life, no doubt about it. Well, you know, I was with Sirius XM, uh, my last place, uh, for 15 years, and I really decided 
Yeah, we, we renegotiated. We were starting to negotiate and think about a contract. And then uh, Jody and I, my wife Jody and I, decided that maybe it's time for a little bit of a change. I, I needed some kind of new uh, challenge. And that's the, way, that's the way my machine is built. I need a challenge once in a while. So after 15 years, I decided I was going to not renew. And people started saying, oh, he's going to retire. No, I don't, I don't like that word retire. I think as long as you have the energy and the health and the, the desire to continue, you have to continue. So within a, a day or so, I signed a new contract. And this, uh, it's wonderful to hear that. I'm very excited about this one, very excited. And we'll say it a couple times, but it starts uh, September 5th, and it's going to be Cousin Brucey's Saturday Night Rock and Roll Party. Yep, and they go on the air 6 o'clock, which is very civilized. And what's nice also, uh, WABC um, reaches, of course, the, the, the tri-state area, and then as it gets later, I reach all over the country, and that's how I, I uh, sort of got my indelible national imprint because of the ionosphere, AM radio goes all over the joint. But they're also now, with this modern technical advances that we have, we're going to be streaming all over the nation. And with, uh, with the app, it'll be all over the world. So it's kind of uh, an exciting, exciting project that I have going for me. But yet you don't let that bother you. you. You do what all of us radio people are told, and that's to make believe you're having a conversation like we are one-to-one, never mind all the, all the masses that are, that are tuning in. No, not at all. After, I, I, I understand your question. Yeah, after, I mind it? No, after I, all this I, time, yeah. I crave it. <laughs> <laughs> I crave it. I know. I really, I love the audience. You know, that, that was the only thing that I really had to think about very carefully. How will this affect the audience by my leaving what I did, you know, for 15 years? Because it was a, an international audience, and it, it really grew beautifully. So I realized that, with today's technology, what you can do and I can do, very simply, we still reach the entire world. It's a, you know, and it's a digital situation, and nothing really, nothing impedes where you want to reach. So you reach your local area, which, of course, is the main area. That's what you're, you're interested in, you and I. But then you have access to the world, and it, it's a, a wonderful thing. So I'm going to be able to bring my music and my talk, you know, I guess I, I don't have to tell you this. You're a pro. Uh, my shows, your shows, all radio, this kind of radio has changed. Now, years ago when I was doing WABC, where my career, my main career really started, it was a music show. I do time and weather and little tidbits and talk about music. But over the years, this has changed completely. Now, my show, which is really music-based, has now become really a variety-based show. So there's a lot of talk, and there's a lot of uh, a lot of fun on it. A lot of guests, of course, mainly music. I play music from the '50s, '60s, generally '70s and '80s, and uh, uh, guests are coming on. And the, one of my the main things that I love, which I guess you guys do too, uh, telephone. I think that it's an important part of radio today that we make a connection, a live connection with the audience, and telephones are the way to do it. At this time, telephones. I use. I read emails. I do all that stuff. But the telephone lets me know what people want, what they think, and we can exchange ideas. And the word is called connection. And if you have a connection with an audience, you have a mate. That's that spells success. The connection. Bruce, let me go back if I can and just ask the beginning question: Why 
radio? Why, well, why you, was, you know? I, well, you know, when I was a kid, you know, I was brought up in Brooklyn, New York, by way of uh, coming up to uh, the Monticello area quite a bit with my folks. We spent a lot of weekends up there in Kiamisha Lake and uh, Marywall Park and places around. So, but with your area there, I'm very familiar with it. I feel very much at home when I'm driving around there and maybe having dinner somewhere in your area. Um, I fell in love with radio. I guess I was about 13 years old. I wanted to study medicine. I wanted to study medicine for many years, and uh, I still have that feeling. I feel that you know I, I help people in my own way. But radio, I got the bug when I was about 10 years old, uh, 11 years old. In school, uh, a teacher got to me and thought I had some kind of talent when I was at PS206 in Brooklyn, New York. Uh, and I was a very shy kid. I know that's kind of a strange thing to hear me say. Yeah. I was very shy. And uh, I didn't even want to stand up in class. Well, this teacher instilled some kind of confidence in me and eventually got me to try out for the something we called in, uh, in New York the Old City Radio Workshop. I don't even know if that still exists. I hope it does. Because that's where I, I passed the audition and I stayed with the Old City Radio Workshop for years. Went to James Madison High School and uh, I was very involved with the radio club and still with WNYE, which is the Board of Education's radio station. So it's been instilled in me for, all the, I guess, all my life. I love radio, and I'll, I'll never, ever leave radio. Look, I enjoy doing TV. I love doing movies. You know, I was in Dirty Dancing, as you know, mm-hmm. and uh, a couple other films. I, I enjoy doing the visual arts. Uh, I love being, seeing people. But my favorite thing is that radio, that radio, Michael. That's... Uh, that to me is the greatest way to communicate. We are we are with people in cars. We take showers and baths with people. <laughs> very intimate times. We shop with people. We're always there. And if you use radio properly to talk to people and the exchange and the con- the connection, you have it made. And this I discovered at an early age. So the answer to the question, which you asked me quite a while ago, is it started as a young boy, and it's still with me. I, I'm still as excited when that light goes on and it says, Brucey, you're on the air. I am as excited and happy today as I ever was. And I look forward to this brand new challenge, this brand new adventure. And I call this uh, going back to WABC radio, my roots, it's like going home. And I'm going to bring music there because WABC 77 is uh, a talk radio station. They do a lot of, you know, all this, the shows that talk is, political, and uh, they talk about stocks and uh, agriculture and uh, insurance and, and things like that. But I'm going to be bringing music back to this station that was once, by the way, the pinnacle here in the United States of uh, music. It was called Music Radio. In fact, we eventually renamed it W.A. Beatles C on the air because we introduced the Beatles. Uh, I did that show at Shea Stadium with Ed Sullivan. So it's been a long history, Ed. I do remember and, uh, that. Yeah, that was I love it. one of the stations I grew up with was Music Radio 77. had that uh, $25,000 button. My dad had that on the That's car. Right. And uh, by contrast, in a, in a way, my mom had uh, WNEW 1130. So I had Ted Brown on that side and WABC Music Radio there. So I'm very familiar with, with that and, and all the great DJs like yourself from, from that era. But looking back, if I have the information correct on yourself, your first stop in radio was 
Bermuda under the name The Hammer. <laughs> That's what they called me. You know, when I went to Bermuda, it was a very quiet island, and rock and roll was just just sort of coming out a little bit. So I uh, brought it over there, and uh, <clears throat> they never heard anybody speak with the rhythm and the cacophony of rock and roll. So they gave me the nickname of The Hammer over there. I sounded like the music. And uh, we, we do regular programming, a lot of talk, obviously a lot of Calypsonian, Jamaican uh, Calypsonian stuff over in Bermuda. But I uh, played rock and roll, and I talked to people. And I had a show called The Search Party, and I always loved an audience. And as you know, I love doing appearances, and I always will, and I'll continue doing appearances. Because I love touching people. I love, in those days, we were able to hug and then shake hands. I don't know what's going to happen today. It's all going to be virtual. Our world has changed. But I used to get out quite a bit, and I loved doing that. So in Bermuda, I did my shows, and I played rock and roll, and people called me the hammer. Because as I said, I sounded like the music. Those were fun days. I was in Bermuda, oh, about oh, maybe a year and a half. But it was, was a start, and a great start at that. I mean, I'm going to run through some accolades here. National Radio Hall of Fame from 1988, National Association of Broadcasters Hall of Fame in 2001, the Bravery in Radio Award from William Patterson University at WPSC in 2010, by the way, my college, and also the Long Island Music oh, Hall of Fame. Oh, that right? Did you go to yeah, that college? I did, yeah. Graduated in 87 and then 88 with the Masters, and that was my first ever you know, radio thing. And, oh. then, and then it was, you know, here we are. Thirty some. I can only hope that I have some kind of longevity that makes me has me stay in what I love to do for as long as as you've done it. Well, very honestly, knowing you uh, over the years and talking to you quite a few times, I, I have a feeling you're going to do exactly what I've done. As long as they still love, have me. As long as you have that love in your heart, you know. As you said before, radio is very, very. Uh, well, I hate the word infectious at this time in our lives, but it is. Once you get it. You're going to be with it, and you have, you absolutely have that in your heart. That's all you need. That's what it is. And as long as you are aware of who you're talking to, that audience is the main, main ingredient in what we do. It's not the microphones or the beautiful new studios or the digital things and all that stuff, and the music and the news, and, and the, it's the people. And as long as you keep that awareness with you, you're going to do, you'll always do well. The audience is number one. Yeah, and in spite of the times that, like you said, we've spoken, we've only met once, and I do recall that because it was in uh, the spring of 89. You, I believe, were at a broadcast remote at a car dealership in Hawthorne, New Jersey, because I have a signed 8x10 that says to my cousin, Fast Eddie, because when I started my radio, I had a rapid delivery, but I calmed it down after a while, and it says, keep that music alive and well. And I sure hope I have tried to, to do that and persevere, and that's been you know, in, in my mind throughout the time that I've been able to, to do this. Good for you. Good for you. So tell me a little bit about your show now. Where has, how it has uh, evolved, where you are now. What do you do? They go from, you know, the, the, the way things change, they just rename stuff in terms of the music format. What was known as oldies is now classic hits, so that's what we are. And we're mostly 80s intensive, but we have elements of 60s, 70s, and early 90s, so that's the newer classic hits format, and we try to go on with with doing things like that and uh, you know some some special things that go on like for example today 
the third day of the original Woodstock Music and Art Fair. It's just coincidental that we're talking on this on this day. So another special thing happening today. And you know, we're so close to Bethelwood Center for the Arts. Of course, no shows this year, but uh, we've tried to keep going with that tradition, uh, with that music that was then remembering and recollections of people who were there. So we, you know, we go on that way, and I think we're doing a pretty good job. Well, that's great. I know you're doing a great job. I talked to people in the in the hood, and then Ava once in a while. You guys are always mentioned. You know, local radio is extremely important. Uh, when I think of radio, you know, I've I've been very lucky. I've been on probably almost all the major radio stations that reach nationally and internationally. But really, the building block of radio is local radio, knowing what's going on in the neighborhood in your region. Extremely important, and it always will be with all the uh, with all the technological advances we make, reaching all over the world now. Uh, I still think of local radio as the best. Now you know I own several radio stations. Mm-hmm. My partner Bob Silverman and I we've built many many stations, and I always loved them. I I remember traveling to each of my local radio stations every couple of days. We fly uh, to a small to one of our stations somewhere in Massachusetts or in New York or out in Long Island or, or anywhere else that we bought radio stations. And that was great days in my life. I, I look back at that with such great fondness. I, I loved it. Brucey, we appreciate all that you've done for us. Um, and I don't even think I have to even ask the question because you've kind of inadvertently said the secret or what, what do you do to have done this for so long? Give me a tip on how to make this keep going. <laughs> well, but, Roger, the only tip you'll need is doing what you're doing. As I said, you you have it in your heart, you have it in your soul, and you have it. I I know you're going to do very well. Well, I appreciate once anything. You, once you have the love, you have it. And I'm, I'm going to continue as long as I can. I love I love what I do, as you know. Yes, exactly. So this, it's... this next uh, next uh, phase of my life is going to be great. Going home to that radio station. A lot of reminiscing, yeah, at least for the first few shows that you're doing. It's Cousin Brucey's Saturday Night Rock and Roll Party, 6 p.m. starts on Saturday, September 5th. That's Labor Day weekend. And uh, and then after that, Brucey, any plans? you got a big birthday coming up in October, I see. We're not discussing that. Oh. <laughs> I knew there was something. I, you know, I stopped, I stopped counting age. I think I was about 41. <laughs> and I said to myself, body, stay good. And you know something? I take care of myself. And I feel terrific, health-wise. Thank God, everything is is good. Uh, obviously, I'm practicing what's going on in this world today: wearing masks, watching where I walk, watching how close I get to people, and thinking twice and using common sense. It's, it's not a fun way to live. I am not a happy camper when it comes to that. And I look forward to the time that, well, with either uh, uh, with either a vaccine or or some other medical situation. We're going to get back to some kind of normalcy again. I love hugging people, and that's over for a while. Over. That's kind of sad, isn't it? It is, but we're going to keep going and stay positive. Brucey, thank you so yeah. much again. Lots of luck with the new show. September 5th, it begins on WABC 770 AM. Cousin Brucey's Saturday Night Rock and Roll Party. Stay well. Regards to everybody. And, uh, again, thank you so much. Always a pleasure. Thank you so much, Eddie. You got it. Take care now. We're going to close out with Brucey's go-go song from Frankie Valley.
safety of your family don't forget to listen weekday mornings from 6 till 10 get the day started who knows when the next feature like that will be playing the catskills greatest hits on 95.9 vos fm all radio bold podcasts are free at radiobold.com as well as anchor spotify apple and wherever you subscribe give us your feedback and suggestions at radiobold ny at gmail.com